What's up, Drop Pod listeners? You can check out all new episodes of the Drop Podcast every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find all of our content on YouTube at the Drop Golf Podcast and on our socials. That's Instagram and Twitter at the Drop underscore pod. No matter how you consume us, like, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff, follow and listen along. This episode is presented by All County Exteriors. All County Exteriors is a third generation, premier exterior home remodeling company celebrating over 40 years in business in a remodeling world where the average remodeling company only survives a business for only five years. All County Exteriors has stood the test of time, providing their customers with top quality roofing, siding, windows, and doors. They service homeowners and builders with anything from small repairs to large additions. All County Exteriors is not just limited to construction. They have a deep passion for giving back to their community and are charitable supporters of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, the American Cancer Society, Roofs for Troops, and Parents of Autistic Children. If you have planned to do any exterior remodeling, call the experts at All County Exteriors for a free, no-obligation estimate for your project. Just call 732-370-2780 or email them at info at allcountyonline.com. That's 732-370-2780 for All County Exteriors for all your remodeling needs. What are, I want a thumbs up on my screen here. This is the Drop Podcast, where we talk golfing in the Garden State. I'm Mike Poro, and this is Ryan Kulat. What's up, Drop Pod people? Hope you're doing well. You got to be doing better than I've been doing this week. Uh, we are not going to have a guest on this week's uh, episode. We've had some uh, some of our winter snags uh, that we've talked about in the past have, have kind of come up this week. Um, I... I, this is my first day that I feel like a human in five days when we're recording this. Um, I was down for the count with the flu last week and, uh, and, and we just weren't able to, you know, I wasn't able to do anything at all. Um, as, as we know, Mike and I both have other jobs other than this. So, you know, just things got caught up in the way. We weren't able to get a guest on for this week's, uh, for this week's episode. But the golf world uh, still still provides us, right? We have uh, – we got live stuff coming out the wazoo, it seems like, this past week. Um, so much so that uh, even my mom, who could not care less about golf, uh, even sent me a text and she asked about John Rahm going to live. So, uh, so we got some heavy live stuff that we're going to talk about um, on this episode. Uh, but before we do that, a couple reminders. Um, last week, Mike had his final episode of Mike verse at Manasquan river. He had his 19th hole there. Um, so there's not going to be a Mike verse this week. Uh, as we've said, it's, it's, uh, December 13th, um, as this is coming out and, and it's, uh, it's tough to get to a golf course in the Northwest as it is. And then, you know, with other stuff we got going on. Um, so we do not have a Mike's verse this week on Monday, uh, Tuesday, TPI Tuesday. We are not going to have an episode this week. Um, again, I, I was sick all week. I wasn't able to get to Dr. Mike, uh, or, or put anything together in time. So episode two is not going to be this week. Uh, there's not going to be a TPI Tuesday this week, but, 
go back, uh, go onto YouTube, watch episode one, uh, so you can make sure you're up to date on what's going on. Wednesday, we got this episode is coming out Wednesday, and then I do not have any more Ryan verses uh, for this year. However, uh, we do have on Thursday coming out three with me. Uh, I played three holes at Union League, and we recorded the shots. So um, give it a follow. Uh, it's going to be on YouTube. Again, you can follow us on the socials as well, but it's more of a, you know, it's a little bit longer than a YouTube or a Instagram reel. So go check it out on YouTube, uh, the Drop Golf Podcast on YouTube to go check that out. That's where uh, Three With Me and TPI Tuesdays are. So you guys go check them out there. Mike, was it the MG? I do, I do real quick before you even get going. Okay. You know, I, I think like a lot of times we get these random text messages from people or DMs about like this podcast episode or this episode. And I, and I kind of want to point out this one that I got a text from this guy, older gentleman says, um, Mike, I know you're typically annoying, but last week you were even more annoying and nothing, you know, no discount credit, whatever the word is to you and how you handle the podcast. But we upgraded some things, and I was a little slow on, on upgrading my mic. So that older gentleman down in Jupiter, Florida, I hope I sound a lot more clear to you. I hope you enjoy the voice a little more, and hope to see you soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, another thing, when, when, when this isn't our full-time job, you know, we'll order stuff, and then it, Mike and I don't live together. We don't live necessarily close to each other, so... Uh, by the time we recorded last week, um, I the, the new mics came in uh, that morning, so I was able to use that the new mic last week, uh, and then brought mics down to his. So he, he sounded significantly worse, worse compared because now we, you know, we 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 stepped our game up and we have these now pretty professional mics um, that we're now using. So. Uh, if you go back all the way to episode one and listen to how we sounded, man, that was, that was hot garbage. Um, but, but we've definitely gotten a lot better and, and this is just a, a next step here that we, uh, that we have. So yeah, it is, it is, uh, it's good to sound clear and, and hopefully that, that, uh, old, uh, would you describe him as old senile gentleman, old, decrepit gentleman, whatever, whatever the verbs that you used for him, uh, that, that, uh, hopefully he enjoys the sounds that are, that are coming out now. Um, so where I was going, Mike was the MGA just came out with their player of the year and it's one of our guys, right? We have Marcus Stanza on congrats to, to Mark for winning the MGA, uh, player of the year award. I forget the the stats that I was reading on there, but um, again, when, when you look at all the good golfers, all the good amateur golfers that we have in this area that we've had on the podcast and that we haven't had on the podcast, there's so many really great ones. And for him to be named player of the year over, over all the talent that's out there is really quite a remarkable feat. So uh, again, Mark, congratulations. Um, and quite a little story that they put together on their, on um, MGA's Instagram story. I saw an interview with his yeah. wife and, and that kind of thing. It was a good, it was really nice background there. 
Yeah, you want to talk about, like, when you talk Marcus Stanza and what he's done really the last four years, he's won that award, <clears throat> excuse me, three out of the last four years. He is, like, cleaning up when it comes to MGA events, their player of the year. I mean, he won it in 2020. He won it in 2021. If not for Brad Tilly going crazy and winning multiple events in 2022. And then he Mark comes back. And if you remember, he beat Brad in the playoff at one of the events, and he wins this year's Player of the Year. So you want to talk about a guy that's really coming into his own in, in not only our area, but really that national scene is is Mark. And, you know, him and I exchanged a few text messages after he had won, and, you know, we, I, we're excited. He's going to come back on the show. Um, we're going to get to be able to recap his whole season. Um, but, man, when you talk about high-level golf, you know, he, he really, really – golfed his golf ball this year yeah i mean as three out of four years is is an incredible incredible run and especially when if you remember when we had him on he talked about um being out of competitive golf for a while and then his like desire to come back in and came back in with you know guns blazing there so um it'd be great to have him on and, and catch up with him and, and again, re, like you said, recap his season. So, Mark, congrats. Good on you, mate. Mike, let's uh, let's step into, into the live arena, I guess. Yeah, we got to get all over this because I, I can't tell you how many people either asked me, text me, or DM me. What are, what are your thoughts on it? And I said, I said, at this point, you'll just have to tune in this week um, <laughs> because I think this whole live thing that – all of us said is a non-factor. No one's going to take it serious. It's just a bunch of hoopla in terms of what people think golf may be. Has now become a serious, if you haven't already taken it serious, a serious contender in terms of like, we might have a a second tour really damn soon. Yeah, and, and I said it... Mm couple weeks ago two weeks ago three weeks ago four weeks ago maybe that i don't i don't really pay attention to live uh and and that's not gonna change as of right now and the the reason being is um i'm wondering what the pga live agreement is going to be right they had they said that they're gonna have this deal um it went to congress i don't know if it ever made its way out of Congress, but Congress was looking into it um, to see if the deal was a, a fair deal or, or whatever the case is. And, and until something comes out where like live players are going to be playing regularly on tour and I don't need to have the CW to watch them, that's what I mean by like, I don't, I don't really pay attention to it. It's not, it's, I know they have good golfers, all right, And they're stealing now some great ones, but, but I don't really pay much attention to it. Cause I, where do you find it? You got to pay attention to it online or you got to, or you got to have the CW. And I'm just, I'm, I'm not that interested in live to pay that much attention. And quite frankly, it seems like people have just kind of forgotten about the, the sports washing that was talked about at the beginning of this, but uh, I'm not saying that I blame John Rom. All right. $300 million is a lot of dollars. 
and did, no, no, no. He got three million. Three. Uh, what did I say? Three million. Three hundred million. No, no, no. You said three hundred, but he's getting over five hundred and fifty million dollars in the total deal. Where's the extra two fifty coming from? The same place it is. He's going to get his own team. Oh, I thought he's he signed more- for three hundred million. It was a hundred million a year. Those were the early numbers that came out. See, well, we, you know, when I have when I've been so doing I, nothing but sleeping the last few days. Yeah, so, so I, let me let me well, hold back on. Hold on, let me this. finish. Let me finish you my finish, point. Yeah, go. So, so uh, good for him. Go get your money. But I still think there's people that aren't over the sports washing part. I'm not getting paid that money to pay attention to live, so I'm not really going to pay attention to live until there's some kind of agreement. If those guys are playing in PGA Tour events, um. If they're, uh, I know there's guys that play in the majors, but they're already grandfathered into the majors. So like, uh, I don't know. It's, it, I don't want to say it's not important to me, but I'm, I'm wondering if, if this is like some last grab for some players to go over there, get some money. And then when that PGA tour live agreement, whatever it ends up being comes out that it just ends up be it like, oh, okay, we're we're back, and they don't they don't get penalized, and they still got the money. So, so that that's kind of where I stand. I don't, I'm not. That's what I mean when I said I'm not following it, and this still doesn't change anything for me on that. Listen, I I I can't lie. I'm coming more to the middle of following it because if you're going to start naming the names that are there, those are the names that I I'm drawn to. I'm not drawn to the middle of the pack PGA Tour guys. I'm not now. I'm not going to go turn it on, but I think another thing that live and I, and I like to think outside the box a little bit like they're on the social media streaming type things. Like that's where you're going to find them on YouTube and things like that. Like how many people nowadays are really tuning into a random PGA John Deere event and watching it on NBC? Like they're, I don't think people are. And I think when you're going to get the best of the best constantly playing I know the format is different. It's unique. It's funky. It's not always the generic traditional thing. But you're talking John Rahm's going over there. Now the rumor's circulating. And, now, and, now and I, I like that part of it, though. That's the one thing I will okay. say. I like that the, that they're doing something different. I've always said I wish the PGA had more of those, like more alternate shot events or more events where it's like the match play or like more of those kind of things because it's it seems to be the rinse and repeat formula is – is a little stagnant because yeah, why would I watch some regular event? Because it's the same shit every weekend. Right. So that's so, the one I mean, thing I do like about live. Yeah. So when it comes to live in the, in the actual, you know, agreement, they agreed to a framework type agreement in June. Okay. They had till December. They have, I should say till December 31st to iron out a actual deal. There's nothing that's sitting around that the live or the PIF have agreed to with the PGA tour. There's nothing. But they did have some rumors being talked about that they would not poach any more players from the PGA Tour. But there was also a rumor circulating that they had thrown out a billion dollars to the PGA Tour to say, hey, listen, we'll give you a billion dollars from the PIF for the guys that did not come over, as well as investing $2 billion to buy 20% or X amount of percent of the PGA Tour. So they were looking to get into this, and now the guy that's supposedly the head of the pack, 
or basically leading the way here with all this is Patrick Cantlay. So supposedly Cantlay has been the voice that is in control of this whole thing with this $1 billion compromise on the table with the 2 billion being willing to be invested on top of that. And they kind of sat on it, which I think kind of said, well, okay, well, if you guys are going to sit on all this money, we are not going to agree that this framework is going to actually get compromised on on December 31st. So now let's go talk to John Rahm. A couple weeks ago, Phil Mickelson puts out like big things happening. And you know, when Phil says that, is it really serious? But the reality is, as much as we hate Phil and for the things as he says, every damn thing has come through. Mm-hmm. Big things are happening. What happens? John Rahm, $550 million over to live. Now the rumors circulating. Tony Finau, is in, he's about to sign, even though he's playing the PGA Tour right now with the LPGA in the terms of that event, the Grant Thornton. Like, he's about to go. Your boy Terrell Hatton is about to go, all to join Rom's team. Now, if we keep poaching these guys, who the hell are we going to watch on a PGA Tour? Who? Nobody. Are we watching your boy Jimmy Walker again? That's not. We're not tuning in to watch him. No, no, no. We'll be watching my boy Joel Damon is who we'll be watching. (laughs) Yeah. Joel Damon wins the Arnold Palmer, and people are going to be like, doesn't count. The 20 best players are over on live. So at this damn point, the PGA Tour is always, in my eyes, fumble this whole thing. Jay Monahan leading the way because you don't control the four majors. The four majors are at this point what every single damn professional golfer who's very good cares about. They don't control those. They are their own entities. So they don't have a say in any of that. So without controlling that, you're controlling what? The John Deere? Yeah. Like, who cares? Okay, you control the, you control, um, the shark I mean, river I'm, of PGA I'm, Tour events. The Gen- Genesis, like the only Tiger's really controlling that. Like the American Express, like okay, it's Pebble. Like, but at the end of the day, me as a as a viewer is watching guys that I want to watch, and if frankly they're playing over at Live, I may turn on YouTube Golf and just watch them. And before you know it, rumor has it that with Rom's getting his own team. Callaway is jumping in as equity owners of the team, which would make the first time that a major brand in the United States in that circle is willing to invest in a team over there. And I'm telling you what, if that actually comes to fruition, the PGA Tour is going to crumble if they just don't agree to everything because we all know at the end of the day, money talks. Yeah, it's it's exactly right. And... You've had all these people, even Rom has gone on record to be so anti-live when this early came out or, or came out early on. And there's, there's, I don't think that you understand the kind of money until it's presented in front of you, because you could be very anti, again, think about where the money's coming from and the sports washing and the, and the relationship in the Saudi, um, in the Middle East and and all that kind of stuff, right? You could think about all the the, the geopolitical uh, problems behind where the money's coming from, right? But at some point, the money talks. And uh, again, as I said before, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting paid, so it's not affecting my life on it, but... So I'm still a little holding to my to my morals of the of you know being anti sports washing here, but 
but again, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not saying that I blame somebody. Like I'm not so staunch on the on the moral where where they they shouldn't go. You know that that money is is generational wealth that they're that they're getting. I mean, he's guaranteed that money, and and that's money that he'll never. What's what do you win for winning the Masters? A couple million? Is it five million even? I don't even think it's that. I think I, I think it's like two million. No, it's more than that. The, I don't know why, but two point three million is stuck in my head right now for some reason. But regardless, the, this is five hundred and fifty million dollars. That, that's that is his great grandchildren are set up for the rest of their lives. Listen, the, okay. So the Masters, John Rom won three point two for winning the Masters. Here. Oh, so you're pretty damn close. Yeah. So you're pretty close. But I will say this, like it's getting to the point where, I mean, it's getting to the every, point where they're a player for sure. Right. And, and, and I, and I don't think anybody can argue the sports washing. Like they're doing that. Yes, they are. No one condones what Saudi Arabia has done with the Khashoggi thing. That is all wrong. There's no two ways around it, but to say that, Saudi Arabia is not involved in every other different thing in the world with this PIF fund is you're lying to yourself. There's somehow some way in some big thing going on. They're involved and you either support it or you don't. And it's like, well, there's some things you don't even know what you support and that they are involved in. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, like it's getting to the point where like even guys that like Rory, who has said such a hard stance on everything, right? Screw live. I want nothing to do with him. John Rom signs, and you know what he tweets out? We need to change the Ryder Cup rules. Oh, but it was, he didn't want to change the rules when Sergio went over there, or Ian Poulter went over there, or Lee Westwood went over there, or Paul Casey went over there. So, like, then he gets called out on Twitter on it, and he fires back saying, they're, you know, John Rom, something along the lines of like a difference maker. John Rom is John Rom. Those guys are washed up and over the hill. So then someone tweets out then, like, maybe that. Henrik Stenson should have been the captain of the 2023 Ryder Cup team. And then Rory jumps back on Twitter and says, the best thing that ever happened to the European team, that Henrik Stenson was not the captain. So, like, at the end of the day, these guys know that it's time is changing. And 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 no one's going to agree that what they do is, is right. Nobody. But when these guys are willing to invest this much money and the money is endless... What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Because everybody we all know has a number. You want to pay me X amount of money? I'm going. And if John Rom said no early on, no offense, maybe he wasn't getting the right money, and maybe he believed that Jay Monahan and the PGA Tour was going to do the right thing. And frankly, this meeting that they had in Delaware back in last year was like, wasn't it like August of 2022? Well, now it's December of 2023, and still nothing has happened. Except all we know is that in a few weeks, they're supposed to have a deal. Quite frankly, if I'm live, I'm going to keep poaching these guys, and you're going to have no effing leverage. Who are you going to take? Tiger's going to be by himself over there. Rory's going to, what is Rory going to do? By himself? Like, at the end of the day, like, who's going to go join Rom's team? You're already talking Finau. You're already talking Hatton. Like, Xander may go next. Like, he's not a guy that's always circulating on the live side. Mm-hmm. 
You start poaching every single one of these guys. Nobody is going to watch the PGA Tour. So, like, at the end of the day, Jay Monahan needs to sit down and say, listen, we need to come up with a deal. I have no more leverage. I've lost it all. I tried to play the hard hand, and I don't have what you have, and that's the dollar. Yeah, and and I think there were ways. Uh, I feel like Jay Monahan's botched this in a whole bunch of different ways, and like the hard stance that they took at first, that crumbled. Then trying to trying to make this deal with them or or this deal, whatever it was, that crumbled or or has crumbled because Liv is still picking off guys. So I I, I don't I don't really have much confidence in the the powers that be of the PGA to do anything correct at this point in either making this a um like rectifying this situation or or whatever you want to say because the money talks and and they're just not I, I don't feel like it's good leadership on the PGA tour to be able to make a strong decision. I, I just don't. So uh, yeah. I, I think that I think you're right. I think that this is the where it's going, and if you're live, why why stop? What right? You just have take it over. Just just keep going, and and, and it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It does suck. It sucks. It sucks because we've all grown up watching the PGA Tour. That's what we've all grown up. You saw what the amount of work that Jack and Arnie and and those guys did to make this tour better. And then you see when you get an, a generational guy, a once-in-a-lifetime guy like Tiger Woods, take the throne and make this even bigger. It just sucks. It gets to this point that like when you have adults in a room, we can't make adult decisions. That we just get so caught up in like our own ego that like we botch that. But I will say this, and I and I I do think there's a place for live. And I think you and I have had this conversation, whether it's on the podcast or off, that they both can coexist. And make this a fun type thing. Because we all know that the PGA Tour, in a sense, starts in January when they all go out to Kapalua in Hawaii. That's when the season starts. And we all know it typically ends after the FedEx Cup Championship, which typically is in like that September range, right? Yeah. Well, you still have the rest of September, all of October, all of November, and all of December. Now, I'm not saying you're going to ask these guys to play 12 months. But we also know they're not playing every week anyway. Okay, we're, they're not. If if live in a sense, the idea of live, not live specifically, but if the idea of live went from mid September through December, and you had a team tournament, and you had the Crushers versus the Smashers versus the Goats versus the whoever teams names you want to come up with, and you had a fun filled quote off season with big big money that these guys want to throw in. They can go travel the world on these unbelievable planes, jets, whatever it is, all this exclusivity that they have. We would all love the fact that we can watch team golf from October, November, December, after all the big stuff goes on, and now we can go watch our team because now Tiger's going to play with so-and-so out in who knows what freaking place they end up. But why can't we come up with like a good idea that it's – we still have the PGA Tour. We still have the four majors. <clears throat> we still have all these big events that these guys play. But then we also have the team thing that starts in September. And we can still tease that. We can still promote that. And it can still, quote, grow the game that everybody wants to say and use. But that would be fun. The yeah. fall is all about us. Yeah, I, I like that team. idea. Um, the, can we pitch that to 
to somebody? <laughs> I mean, I'd love to get in front of someone and pitch the idea. I think that's a good idea. And, and I, I actually think having, um, like, even if live was like, we want it longer. Okay. So, so start your, start your events. We can change the calendar. Like have, yeah. Have the, have the events be like, start them in, in August then, and just have whatever the PGA tour event is. You know, if that's the molding that we're doing, if that's the the relationship, then then have it be, uh, you know, on an on a week where it's going to be a, an off week, and just okay, PGA Tour is not playing that week. It doesn't even have to be that. Here's here's the other. I'll give you the other answer to that. What you just said. So the PGA Tour has now what they're calling signature events. These big events, no cuts, all this, and they're only taking. I think it's like seventy eight people, and it's no cut fields. But they're still having another tournament coincide with that right. for the non-guys. Mm-hmm. So kind of like I keep bashing the John Deere, but like John Deere that week, and then they have something else going on for all these other guys. Mm-hmm. So instead of having another, quote, signature event, let's have round one or first tournament team round of this event. And then everybody else is not included in this team event is going to play the John Deere. Okay. So everybody on the PGA Tour, even if you're middle-of-the-road guy, you can't complain because there's still an opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. Or if you get drafted or get picked up by a live – or I don't want to say live because it's not really a live thing, but like the live concept and the live idea, mm-hmm. you can still do that too. Like to me, like both worlds can coexist. But we need to be creative in our thinking because these guys have the money. They're clearly willing to spend it without caring about earning a single dollar. And quite frankly, I, I don't know if you like having having what was that thumbs up that was just on your screen? I, know, I saw that too. <laughs> having uh, I think they liked my idea. Yeah, right, right. I think Riverside liked my idea. They so must <laughs> having the having guys that are not in that tour. Like having those, like that combination that you're talking about, right? Guys that got drafted in this like live team event kind of thing. Having those other guys have something to play for is also, is is a big part of it. Because I think what's going to be missing in all of this is the middle of the road PGA Tour guy. The guy that's not able to get the money. The guy that's not able to, uh, not good enough to get picked up or, you know, some people you look at like Keegan Bradley with the Ryder cup, like maybe he got, maybe he got not put on this year's list because he's not in the boys club. He's not like one of the guys. So if you have one of these middle of the road guys, it's just not close to all of his, to any of his peers also not getting picked up for a team event. So you have that. And then another, another point, there needs to be something done because, is it, is it, I forget how many trillions of dollars are in this, this PIF fund. Yeah. I think they have $650 billion. $650 billion. Right. So, yeah. oh, and I said, and trillions. no offense. It's not, it's not stopping. No, that's only it's gaining money. So, right. So and he could throw away money. That's what I mean. So, so he gave away, so they wanted to invest $2 billion that's on top of on, on, the one billion they were willing to give them. So, so okay, let's call it three billion. Three billion of six hundred and fifty billion is nearly nothing. Is is pocket change? I mean, they're they're reaching into their into their 
seat cushions. They're, they're reaching in and, oh, here's a billion dollars. $650 billion is so much money. I, I don't think there's any... The the United States and golf can't get involved in that. It, they just can't. Like that. That's not that kind of money that, is crazy, crazy money. Do you know how many the difference between a million and a billion is? Nine hundred and ninety nine. No, million. no, no, no. So, isn't that the answer though? Oh uh, well, I don't know. But the oh. the difference. So, like, I, I heard this in in terms of seconds, right? How many seconds is a million seconds? Like, how much time? is a million seconds a million seconds i don't know do you know how many days that becomes no 11 days a billion seconds is 31 years so so when you look at it like that night and day night night, uh, i mean you look at like the difference between like millionaires and billionaires. It's like, okay, they have a lot of money and it's just like, like we can't comprehend money like that. Right. Because, because you don't make anywhere near that kind of money. So it's just monopoly money difference between a million and a billion. It's like, Oh, okay. But we all live in seconds and we all live in years. And when you look at the difference between 11 days and 31 years is a huge difference. So now you're looking at the difference between, how much money that they're actually throwing around is is astronomical so yeah listen i i there there's a place for it and i think early on we are all very reactionary to it we're all reactionary to the khashoggi killing to the sport washing which we all should be we all should be and at the end of the day though money speaks money talks however you want to say it but i listen i just think like even live golf, they're making trades with their things. Their guys are going, leaving, leaving the range goats and heading over to smash. And Taylor Gooch, who just was the player of the year, basically over at live gets traded to Brooks Kepka's team. It's like, you know, he had a spat with Matt Wolf throughout the season. So Matt Wolf now goes and gets traded over to the range goats. Like there is some interesting things that go on. And we all know as sports fans, the off season is always a fun time. Like who's our team drafting? Who's our team signing? Like you hear about the Yankees and now it's a Juan Soto coming over. It's like this big thing. So like, I think they have an idea and a model that could potentially work. I do, but it's like, sometimes the PGA tour has got to be like, listen, this has, this has legs. It has legs. And if they keep taking all the guys that like you and I turn the TV on to watch, yeah, we're going to go find the CW or whatever freaking channel they're on because I'm not tuning in to watch Jimmy Walker win the John Deere. Yeah, but I would tune in to watch Ryan McCormick win the John Deere. Hell yeah, in a heartbeat. <laughs> Hell yeah, in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Yeah, I, uh, I, I got nothing else there, Mike. I, I feel like that we got everything. Unless, unless we're updating like... Now, let me ask you this, actually. Let me ask you this. Do you think these guys are leaving now? I, I kind of mentioned it before, and I kind of brushed over it. Do you think they see an opportunity to get that money grab now with whatever potentially is going on? Or do you think they're like, I believe in live, and I'm going over? I think it's twofold. I think it's twofold. Okay. One, I think they're all pissed off about how Jay Monahan handled the whole thing. I think they feel betrayed that he went behind their back. 
never communicated with any of the big names. And no offense, it's the PGA Tour. It's the Players Tour. Like The fact that, you, that Tiger, Rory, Rom, these big name guys that basically pay your paycheck have no clue what you're doing behind the scenes after you made such a hard stance about everything. Mm-hmm. I think they're pissed off about that. And we're only, we're human by nature. So we take things personally. Like at the end of the day, they are a human being. So I think emotionally, they're probably like, you know, go, go fuck yourself. I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. This sucks. You did this to us. And I'm the one that's paying your paycheck more or less. So I think they're pissed about that. And then two, I do agree. I think they see the writing on the wall. I think they see like, this is inevitable. If we are really going to join with them, which I don't know what other financial means that the PGA tour has or, or private equity that's going to get in that even sniff what the PIF has. I say like, how can you pass up the guarantee to 550 million the way John Rom did plus equity in his own team? Like he's John Rom, for example, gets to play in all the majors. He plays in the masters for a lifetime. Now he's exempt from every other one for five or plus years. So like he has the ability to say, you know what? I'm going to still play in the big events that I want to play and that define my career. Now, maybe other guys don't have that luxury because obviously with the world rankings, that's a whole nother animal we can climb down because they can't get world ranking points. But I'll say this, which is another absolute atrocity. And as much as I am a, like, you know, a die, Tiger diehard, all about Tiger Woods, the fact that his hero event earned so many world ranking points and it was a 20 person field even though it was four rounds doesn't sniff what goes on on live and they have just as many big time names just because they play 54 holes like that does not equal out one bit like it doesn't equal out one bit that they can get so many points at the hero and tiger can climb nearly 900 spots in the rankings because he finishes 18th but these guys on live can't do anything because it's 54 holes. There is some sketchy business like that when it comes to the world rankings. And that's why there needs to be another thing that evaluates the better players in the world more fairly, probably more fairly because to say that certain guys can't be playing in the majors, which we all tune in, like, come on, it's not, it's not right. It's not right. So I didn't, I didn't follow how many points the hero got people. But, uh, but I, I, I'm starting to think, and, and again, this is kind of, you know, about Liv being a player. I'm starting to think they should get evaluated or get points. But uh, again, they don't, not playing 72 holes, it wouldn't be like a full. So if their version of, of a tournament is equal to a PGA tour tournament and the PGA tour tournament gets 500 points, let's say for the winner, it's not equal on the live tour because they didn't play 72 holes. So they shouldn't get 500 points, but maybe they should. Again, now that I'm starting to rethink with all the different, um, all the different, People that they've taken, that they it, it's clearly not going away and becoming only a major player, that they should get some kind of point system. But that does seem yeah. wrong that that Tiger can jump nine hundred spots or whatever it was. So I, I, I stand. So let me stand corrected because I, I looked it up. He jumped to now he went from being one thousand three hundred and twenty eighth in the world, which we know is not accurate. But 
He then finished after the hero 898. That's where my 900 number came from. But oh. that means he jumped up 430 spots for finishing 18th place in a 20 person field. Right. That's, that's not that's, not, that's right. not right. No. It's not right. And and I'll tell you it's not right because that's a, that seems like a lot of points and I, I know that those other 400 people or 300 people or whatever it was aren't playing events right now. So they got no points. So Tiger got some this week compared to the other guys got none because they're not playing. Right. Yeah. But, yes. But that's yes, an awful that's big probably, jump. That's, but no offense. If you had said to a guy that's not in that 20 person field, when you want to go play the hero, no one's turning that down. That no, t- that I know, hero, uh, but that but to jump that is for... invitation only. It's whoever Tiger wants to invite. So for Tiger to have so much yeah, control it, and, over and... that, which it makes it just makes it unfair. I, I can see why guys on Live argue and complain because how can Tiger have a select field of twenty of his best friends going to the Hero? They all get world ranking points. They all can jump the ladder, but these guys in Live who only play fifty four holes. Don't get it. It's it's getting to the point where the official world rankings are not accurate because of manipulations like this. And I'm okay with it to some extent because it helps my boy Tiger. I get all that. But at the end of the day, it's still not the right thing to do. That's a glaringly that's a glaringly unfair um use of points or unfair rules or something like that. That that's that's very glaring. And and very telling, yeah. And I, I, I also thinks to show how powerful Tiger is. <laughs> hey, I'm going to have this think... field. Twenty of my twenty of my boys are going to come here, and and you're going to give them a billion points for finishing dead last. DFL, you are going to jump nine hundred spots. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think that's kind of that, like. That, I think people on the outside have to look at that and say, okay, we have a little bit of an issue here. We, I get it. We can't rank the live events because it's 54 holes, but there's got to be something where you step back and say, okay, well, since Tiger's having a 20 person field, we can't rank that either. That's not fair. Just because Tiger's event is 72 holes. Like that's where it gets a little sketchy with some things with that in my eyes, even though I get it. Listen, it helps Tiger. I'm all for that. It helps Tiger. But I mean, that's where I think this whole thing at the end of the day, people need to step back and say, okay, there is space for the PGA Tour. There is space for the PIF to get involved. Like, there is space for all these things. It's a matter of us putting our adult hats and shoes on, sitting down at a table and saying, how can we come to an agreement? And I just don't get, and maybe it's power, maybe it's ego, maybe it's all that, and I'm not in that world. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's not about you, Yasir. It's not about Jay Monahan. It's about us, like the viewers, the people that watch it every single week, that tune in every single week, that that support it at the events, that are on social media. Like it's kind of about like what does the customer want? And I want to tune in and watch the best players in the world. It sucks that I can only do it four times a year. Right. What, why would Yasir live PIF? Why would they sit down and agree to something like that? Playing devil's advocate here. 
I'll tell like, you why. It's why would they? Why, like, it's, it's they the want to get involved. It's the look. It's the image that, hey, listen, we're turning the turn, turning the corner. We're evolving from bad decisions maybe that we've made in the past. Our money can do good things. Look what we can do to help, quote, grow the game globally. It's the whole sport washing idea. That's really what it comes down to. Like, that. that's all it is. It's like, let me have a better image, even though this is really what goes on, and people will start to think better about us. So let's put our money that is going to constantly keep growing and growing and growing to use so the outside world thinks that we are, are good people. And it's hard to argue. So that. they'll we, we agree need that to money. something. Yeah. And the yeah. PJ Tour probably lost so, a lot so of money. So you think they'll agree to something? I think they have to, right? I think they so, have to. So you, what are they going to do? Yeah. They ha- they, the PJ okay. Tour has lost a lot. No, of I don't know. Uh, but average. but I'm saying, like, why would why would the live why would live agree to anything? Because they could just keep stealing players and well, and I, keep going down the route. They clearly have the momentum here. Uh, I I kind of. I mean, I would like them to make an agreement. What, what you and I are saying sounds sounds like roses and daisies. But if they're if they're not going to, I just, I kind of wonder why when they know that they're in a position of power holding the cards other than, Hey, we want to have our image look better, which is a good, which is a good reason. I mean, maybe the other guys is the big cat. Yeah. I mean, tiger, tiger, we all know steers, steers, everything. And, and you just kind of step there are times where you step back and you say, if John Rom got 550, right. What would you pay Tiger Woods? A billion dollars? A tiger's north of a billion. There's no doubt about it. Right. Listen, I, I agree. I get what you're saying. Why doesn't Liv just take the whole damn thing over? That's probably what you're saying, right? I think the That's, hard that, thing yeah, is... Yes, it's exactly what I'm saying. And I, I, I think it's hard because I don't know if you're going to get everybody on board without finding... Like, if you have a bad guy... He always wants to jump in bed with the good guy to make him look like, hey, listen, I'm getting better. I'm turning the corner. And I think ultimately that's kind of where they're going with that. That's my guess. They need the good guy to help them look better. And that's where the whole sport washing thing comes from. Yeah. A lot of moving parts. Hey, yeah, a lot of moving parts. Um This, this uh, obviously is going to be a topic that we're going to, Keep talking about, and as I said, you know, my my uh, my mom doesn't like golf so much that I doubt she listens to any episodes of this podcast, even. But she, even she's uh, interested in what John Rom's doing and going to live. So I think that that's uh, I think that's a telling sign that it's it's not just in the golf world. Um, so it's it's again something that we're definitely going to be talking about for for at least the next couple couple months it's going to it's going to give us a lot more in the next next little bit we're not going to have a slow winter i'm feeling here listen if mama kulot is in on live golf they are doing the right thing <laughs> that she is definitely not but she is at least curious and interested in who's going that, to live so and that's what matters right now yeah she's curious <laughs> and they they win when people are curious. Very true. Yeah. So listen, I, I just want to kind of reiterate this, Rod, because you know I know we brought it up last week right here at the top. You know, again, when you listen, we can't 
ask you enough times to click that follow button, toss that 5.0 rating. You know, those things, again, outside the box type thinking is, is important for us so that when you type in the drop in any one of those search engines, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, that ours is the first one that comes up. And it's a, a lot easier for us to get out there to the masses when you guys do us that solid and and, and hook us up with that follow and, and rating. I'll also say this on Instagram is that we are sniffing the 3000 mark. And a lot of that is just you guys clicking that follow button. We're less than 200 people away, man. It would be sweet if we got there before the new year, because a lot of what we're doing is just you and I just pumping this out, getting people to follow, listen along. So if you guys can help us push this a little better so we can get out there, um, less than 200 people away on Instagram, click that follow button. Again, it helps us tremendously. And the last thing I have to say, Rise, is every so often throughout the week, I'm going to try to put out a little carousel of photos from when you and I were able to get out and play from different golf courses in New Jersey. I don't know if people on Instagram have seen the trend that we've been doing. You know, I put one out of Pine Valley. I put one out from um, Manasquan River, from Galloway, from all the different spots, Scotland Run, Balmore, all the different pictures that you and I have compiled throughout this season and started throwing out carousels. And you probably saw Monday I put one out from when you and I went out to Essex Fells because I got a lot of people that DM me and ask me about Essex Fells when they saw that was on your top five private list. So I said, all right, the interest is there. So I get you saw that posted on Monday. So throughout each week, I'm going to find a collection of pictures that you and I put together and, and toss them on Instagram so you guys can kind of see some of the special spots that we've been. So So keep an eye out for that you'll see those once a week as, as well on Instagram. So, so go check those out. Love it. All right. That's all for Mike and I this week. Um, hope you enjoyed. Have a great week. If you can't have a great week, have a fun week. Name a better feeling than buying something, you know, you can take and wear anywhere. Money spent on quality products is money. Well spent even more. So, when you can rock that purchase just about anywhere. Why would you spend a fortune on clothes you'll only wear on the course when you can buy gear that's just as nice at home, at a holiday party, or work event, yet comfy enough it doubles as loungewear? Obviously, we'd all love to be playing 36 holes every weekend of the year, but just because you have to sneak in a quick nine before work doesn't mean you need a change of clothes. And as winter closes in, check out the new festive hoodies and beanies to fight off the chill at www.swannies.co and use code THEDROP25 for 25% off. Swannies is your go-to from work to golf and everything in between. Mm-hmm.